Pulling out the coupe at the lot, told him for a 12 for a swap. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal, I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals, we been trapping like the all right, welcome to the box. Got a little different episode this week for you guys. Um, Tyler's busy with this thing called life. Kind of rude, I know. Shit. Sorry, autoplay on uh, ESPN recap. Um, but yeah, I guess with that said, Tyler's not here. It's going to be me today ranting about both Iowa State and the Bears, mostly the Bears, but Iowa State also was disappointing this past weekend. So let's get right into it. Um, first up with Iowa State Cyclones. Like I said last week, I volunteered driving for the Ryder Cup this weekend, um, so I did not get to watch either of these games too much, but looking at the box score and seeing the, the clips and highlights I did and on Twitter and whatnot, I can have a pretty good idea of what happened. And so, again, like I said, I would say, so looking at the box score, you would have thought we had an awesome game. Uh, Brock was 22-23, 250-plus yards, touchdown, interception, not the greatest. Um, Brees Hall, 27 carries, 190 yards. Like, we had... Where did it go? I had 479 total yards of offense, like to 282 of Baylor. Just based off that, you'd think, okay, we had a lot more um, plays and just more success. Pair that with the fact that we had won the possession game too by 11 minutes, 35 to 24, uh, with some seconds of change in there, obviously. But yeah, you look at the box store based off this, not too shabby. Yes, they match us in yards per pass, whatever, but um, at the end of the day, Pretty good box four. What killed us was our drives um, and special teams, really. So we go play by play to drives. Start off the game, touchdown, awesome. Let them score a touchdown, not awesome. Our next drive, our response was punt and six plays. Um, and then they scored another touchdown, down 14-7. Got a field goal to make it 10-14. They scored another touchdown, 21-10. So I guess our defense wasn't great, but they weren't awful. I don't know. Um, I think the punt went... Uh, oh yeah, the punt got blocked, so that's awesome. It went a total of four yards or fourteen yards, excuse me. But yeah, so that was awesome. Um, next time, God damn it, sorry. Um, auto play sucks. Next time we get the ball, we go for a field goal and miss it, so it's still twenty-one ten, and they get the ball close to past the touchback yard. Luckily, they punt. We get three and out. And then we get field goal for end of half. Awesome. Halftime, 21-13. Uh, Baylor gets the ball, starts second half. They fumble. All we get out of it is a field goal. And then we punt on their next drive. And then they punt. Touchdown, 28. When did they get? Sorry, ESPN doesn't have the right fucking drives on here. They just missed a touchdown drive by Baylor. So, excuse me. Um, but anyways, 28-23 at this point. Baylor, three and out. Punt on our drive, we throw an interception. Punt, punt, field goal, touchdown. Final score is Baylor 20-31, Iowa State 29. So last, a field goal would have won us game. That missed field goal would have won us game. Um, there wasn't too many big plays from what I saw on Twitter. Um, we just kind of played average, nothing, no fancy plays or anything. Um, and still a winnable game. But special teams is what's going to kill you, man. We had... Uh, on our punch in the second half was a three and out. Um, punt goes out of bounds to their, I don't know, just we need better punters. We need better kickers. Like this is the one thing Matt Campbell hasn't fixed in the three or the five years since being here is special teams. 
and now it's coming to buy us in the ass this season. First with Iowa and now with Baylor, but we got Kansas this week, so hopefully it's, it's the real get-right game. Um, the rest of Big 12 conference play, and we can go from there. Now get into the juicy stuff, the Chicago Bears. Oh, I don't even know where to start. I guess first, Justin Fields made his first NFL start, so everyone was psyched. Awesome. Um, you know, all the hope in the world for Chicago, future of Chicago. That Nagy finally had a guy that could uh, kind of be a multi-threat with run, pass, all that stuff. Did he do that? Seems like no. We couldn't give him an offensive line that gave him more than a second to make any decision. He got sacked nine times. Nine times for a loss of like 48 yards or something like that. He, uh, Whatever the stat was, basically all the passing yards he had negated were negated by all the sacks. He had plus plus one team passing yards the whole game. That is absurd. That's so stupid. Yes, he could have made better passes, and he was only six for or six for 20, 68 yards. And uh, I guess we lost more than that on sacks. Anyways, forget the stats. It's not a good game. From everything I read, Nagy doesn't know how to work with him. He's trying to still put in this, implement the system that he's been trying to implement since he got to the Chicago Bears and took over as head coach. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. Moving on to the box score, it's even more atrocious. Again, we had 47 total yards. Cleveland had 418. We had, they had 30 more plays than us. Um, we had the same amount of drives. Same amount of drives, um, but 10% of the yards almost. A little more than that, but just unbelievable, man. Not nine sacks for a loss of 67 yards total. Um, and not even a turnover. Like, this is just nuts. And yeah, I lost 26-6 to the Browns. So I guess the main, not the main point, but one of the points I wanted to make with this game is it's uh, that kind of proves that Nagy has been trying to do the same thing for the last three, four seasons is take us back to um, the 2019 when the Bears played the Eagles in Philadelphia. Um, my girlfriend and I, Stephanie, were at that game with Tyler and his um, with Tyler, Brad, and their uh, beta brothers at the time. I get a blank on all the names, so sorry if you actually listen. Um, but point is, eerily, eerily similar game in terms of at the end of the score, the box score. So this game was shit. Every drive we had in the first half ended in a punt. Um, we had like 10 yards of total offense in the first half, and we were down 21-0, 19-0, excuse me. No, 14-0 at half. Philly opened up the second half with touchdown, 19-0. And then Matt Nagy decides, finally decided to run the ball, and we made it into a 14-19 game. Had a chance to take the lead and uh, just had bad plays. So just eerily similar game in terms of uh, lack of production by the offense, um, regardless of who's at the helm, Mitch Trubisky or Justin Fields. Like I'm just scared we're, we're not. Nagy's going to hold him back so much like he did with Mitch. Not saying that Mitch would be some superstar, but we never really played to his strengths. Um, so we're at risk now with Nagy doing this. 
And now after the game, Nagy comes out and says that anyone can start this week. It's up for grabs because apparently he's using Dalton and uh, Fields' wrist injury as an excuse for maybe throwing Nick, Nick Foles into the, into the fold. That's just fucking stupid. I'm sorry for you Eagles fans, but Nick Foles has not been good at Chicago Bear. I don't care if he had more passing guards than Mitch or whatever it was last season. He he has bricks his feet and he cannot move. He is not a quarterback. He can throw the ball. Don't get me wrong, but he's not. He cannot play the quarterback position because at least not on Chicago Bears. Yes, we don't give him the best line, but he can't adapt and he just he's a, a statue with brick feet out there. It's absurd. Um, and to think Nagy thinks that that's what we need to get this offense rolling is absolutely asinine. Just, I can't even handle that. So if Nick Foles starts this week, Maggie's asking to get fired. And I really hope he does. Cause then at least we can get someone smart to call the plays and give, give fields the best chance. I mean, Again, he's a rookie, not expecting him to be a superstar right away by any means, but just wants him to give us Chicago fans hope that we saw glimpses of him at high, not glimpses, but the talents and plays we saw him pull off at Ohio State to translate somewhat into the NFL. And there's no way that Nagy's not going to let that happen. I don't know why he thinks his offense is so magical that he planned, dreamed of like four years ago, but it's not going to work. It's just not. Um, so I just... <laughs> Either Nagy needs to let go of play calling or he needs to get fired because Fields is not going to go anywhere and the team's not good enough anyways to win. So there's no reason Fields shouldn't start and help him develop and become a better quarterback, learn how to read defenses, just the whole NFL quarterback position, just learn it. Um, he's not going to be, he's not going to do that being a practice squad quarterback or scout team, excuse me. So I, if, I mean, I'll probably eat my words when he pulls a Zach Wilson and throws four picks in a game, but I would rather have him balls, smash mouth football all the time and just give it his all, leave it all on the field, whether that means he throws for 300 yards or three yards, but just give him the chance, dude. He's a, there's a reason we traded up to get him and there's a reason he did was a phenom at Ohio State. There's a reason for it, Matt Nagy. Let him go off and do his thing. Yes, you want to implement into your stuff. I get it, but you got to find some kind of compromise, man. It's just, it's so stupid, but we'll see what happens this week. Hopefully he starts again and Nagy is just not serious about that. We do play the Lions, which I don't think we've, I forget the exact stat, but either Mitch has never lost to the Lions or the Bears haven't since Nagy's been here or something like, something along those lines. But if, yeah, if we start anyone but Fields and we lose embarrassingly, probably going to get the boot. Or at least a lot of people in Chicago already want to see him get booted this week. So yeah, and then again, today in a press conference was asked, hey, are you gonna who's going to call the plays this week? Uh, we're going to keep that in-house. Next question. Uh, who's going to start? Oh, you know, everyone's on the table. And then the, the stupidest thing about Matt Nagy is that end of the game comes around, and whether we played good or played bad, he's, he just tries to put all the blame. He's like, oh, it starts with me and ends with me. Sure, cool, that's awesome. But he's been given that excuse for three years, guys. Three years. You're telling me he can't fix it in three years? His problem? If it's his problem, then fucking fix it. I'm not going to say it's not that hard because being a coach in the NFL is hard, but... You don't need three seasons to figure out what you're doing wrong as a coach. You're not. The only thing he needs to figure out is to get his ego hat off and just decide that his plan's not going to work and needs to adapt. That just because he's a head coach doesn't mean the offensive coordinator doesn't have a better game plan or a script. There's, I forget it was an article or an interview or post pregame, whatever it was, but saw something on Twitter this week that, or maybe on Monday or Tuesday, that essentially said one of so one of the uh sorry this a run off sentence one of the Cleveland Browns defensive players 
said something along the lines that they were shocked that they weren't doing anything to try to utilize fuels. Like they practice all these things of how to contain them and it just nothing was that nothing was there. So they just blitzed and did all this shit the whole time and it worked. They were shocked. The defense. They did not expect it to be that easy, and yet it was. Matt Nagy, what are you doing? Like I'm sorry, it's just so frustrating to have hope for once and then Matt Nagy Let's you have all that hope by starting the guy. You think you have a decent enough offense to do stuff. And Matt Nagy decides to st- that he still wants to try to put together his recreation of the Chiefs in, from three years ago or whatever it was. And it's just not going to work. We are the Bears. We're not the Chiefs, Matt. It's not going to work. I don't know what's so hard to think about this. <sighs> Bears. I, it's, I, I don't have words. Don't have words. I mean, I guess I, did, I do have words. So I just talked about it, but. Ran every fifth word was um, and I probably stumbled like eight different times at least. So sorry about that. But again, this is the first of its kind for the box. Just a rant. Maybe we'll do it more often. Maybe not. Um, kind of decided to do it on a whim today. So maybe next time I'll have more facts figured out and not be mistaken. But you know, that just kind of makes podcast podcasts and me human. So if you hate it, you're going to hate it. But at least so you can hate Matt Nagy with me. Um, he's such an idiot. God. It's just, Sorry. Normally, I wouldn't say that anything on part of my take is, not anything, excuse me, most of the things on part of my take about coaching, whatever, is obviously comedy and parody, jokes, whatever. This week, they said that they could think they could call better plays than him and uh, the Eagles coach with from an with an Xbox, Xbox controller from the booth than, either, than Matt Nagy could, and I wholeheartedly agree. I could. You could. You listening to us. You could call better plays than that, Nagy. Sure, the defense might expect it because it's what you should do with certain weapons, but that's why these people are NFL professional athletes and can just outrun, outstrength, like any, not anyone, but anyways, you get to my point. It's like their job is to just outperform the other person, even if they know what they're doing. And so I think we could call better plays than that, Nagy. But anyways, my thoughts getting dry and I do not have any other really words to say besides repeat myself. So we're going to sign off here um roll clones bear down i guess you can say go birds for the other listeners but yeah we just really need the philadelphia beagles to come back and that's pretty much it thanks it's still with me then he got the blues in the pouch took her to the forest put the wood in the mouth bitch don't wear no shoes in my house the-